Welcome to another edition of the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Today it is Word Wednesday, the day of the week where we share our faith and we journey together as we grow closer to God and as we delve into the aspect of life where we can continue to grow, we continue to reach, we continue to dream, and we live in a world that is ever-changing. God certainly is there for us, and our faith is something that we can tap into. No matter where you are on your faith journey, it is important for us at EF3 to continue to journey with you, to help you along the way, to provide opportunities to inspire and motivate you, and to share our faith with you, and to hear from others regarding their journey with God. Spirituality is certainly a process. It's something that we will continue to work towards every day of our life. And God is there for us. He's there with us to help us through and to become the greatest version of ourselves we could possibly be. Living with authenticity, being who we are, who we are created to be, and understanding whose we are, that we are made in the image and likeness of God. Someone who wants to see us succeed, who wants us to be the person that we are in our heart of hearts and to be men and women for others to make this world a better place by helping those who are burdened to carry their cross and to be able to be courageous enough to carry our own, understanding that heaven is our ultimate goal and that we can get there one step at a time. Please make sure to check out my latest book, Fire Burning Within fiercely taking on life to achieve victory with God, leading you every step of the way. You can pick up your copy on my website, ef3life.com, or on amazon.com as well. I enjoyed writing a book to share my faith, a blend of personal narrative and a variety of empowering topics as we journey through life, because life is hard, things get messy, There are challenges and there are a lot of things that we're going to face every single day. Along the journey and along our path, it won't always be straight. We'll take circuitous routes and we'll have mountains and valleys that appear. But through it all, knowing that God can help us, He's there to guide us, and that we can and we will be victorious as long as we continue to move forward one day, one step at a time. See, in life, in order to win, you have to stop sitting on the sidelines. We have to enter the game. Life is certainly not a spectator sport, nor is it a cakewalk. Trials will come your way. You will be tested. But if you remain determined, victory will be yours. Keep that in mind. The test is hard. Things will smack you straight in the face. You might even want to quit. But as long as you continue, as long as you have breath in your lungs and you have a glimmer of light, a little flame flickering or burning within you, God can ignite it, cause an explosion and a complete turnaround. That's all you need is just a small glimmer of light. As a pastor, Joel Osteen once said, there is a reason why the rear view mirror is much smaller than the windshield. It's because the things of the past are behind us 
and we must keep our eyes focused on what is in front of us and on our future. During this episode of Word Wednesday, I want to discuss that glimmer of light. Having a small hope and clinging to it. Faith is the substance of things to hope for and the evidence of things not seen. If we knew everything and how it would turn out, if we knew the outcome before we had to put in the effort, the work, before we got on our knees and prayed, before we asked God for help, before we helped others, before we tried, it wouldn't be much of a life at all. Certainly, the challenge is there. It's there every day when you and I wake up. But also, with the challenge comes opportunity. And if we start seeing it from that mindset and having that framework to guide us in our life, we'll realize there's a lot of beauty. There are a lot of things that we could be grateful for. And there are so many things to live for. But you got to have that small flicker of hope, that glimmer of light. What is your glimmer of light? What are you living for? Who are you living for? And whose are you? Understand that no matter what you did, no matter what life has thrown at you, no matter what you've been through or what you're even facing today, that's not the end. That doesn't define who you are. That is part of your journey, yes. We cannot deny that. I've been through a lot of things myself personally. Many of these I share in my book fully, and it's something that has to be done. We have to face these obstacles head on, but we don't face it alone. We have to understand that this life that we've been blessed with can sometimes truly be a burden, can sometimes weigh us down, and at times it doesn't even seem worthwhile. But so often in our life, the hardest things that we get through are the things that we grow through. Because when we go through them, when we learn, when we're stretched, when we're pushed, and when we truly dig our heels in and have that faith, that glimmer of light, that hope to carry us on, we end up reaching that destination. It is in the climb, it's in the journey, it's when we are working at it. We're one step ahead, and maybe it takes three steps backwards, but then you forge ahead again, and you gain traction, and you start jogging, and then you start running, and then you start sprinting, and before you know it, you're at the top of the mountain, looking down on everything that you had overcome. Or maybe you're facing life, and it's really hard. And there's a big message on a billboard, but you can't see it. You don't understand it. It's blurry. It's unclear. It's uncertain. Life is throwing so much at you, and it's going so fast. But then when you take a step back, and another step back, and another step back after that, it becomes a little bit more clear, a little bit more visible. Because you can begin to understand, after time has passed, what has happened, what is taking place, and where God is leading you next. Not all of us have the answers. And it's okay if you don't have the answer. But what isn't okay is not trying. What isn't okay is giving up. Your life has value. It has meaning. There's only one you in this universe, and there will only be one you. Do yourself and the world a favor by just being the best that you can be today. Wherever you are, whatever your situation is, get through the day. And understand that today, it might be 
not the best day of your life. But tomorrow there is new hope. With a new day comes fresh hope, new beginnings, and that glimmer of light. I took my troubles to the Lord. I cried out to him, and he answered my prayer. Psalm 120, verse 1. See, when I graduated high school, after going through so much turmoil and so much pain, after having years of depression, having faced so much isolation, negativity, and being somebody who wanted and truly desired to live a full and abundant life but didn't know how and didn't have every opportunity, who didn't always understand why things were the way they are, who didn't realize why at certain points I didn't want to continue to go on, it then dawned on me and became more evident that you always get another chance. God is there to give us a second shot. And my second shot came when I went off to college at Lemoyne, a small Jesuit school in Syracuse, New York. I had thought at the time that I was going to study to become a priest. And although I did end up graduating with a religious studies degree, it was not the path that ended up happening for my life. And that's more than okay. Little did I know as I share with this today, now at 31 years old, that I'm happily married to the love of my life and I have hope of children someday, God willing. I'm working for a clothing company that's based on James 1.12, persevering under trial, which is interesting and certainly no coincidence at all because I faced so many trials in my life and two of my really good friends who I'm working with alongside every single day certainly give me encouragement and I give them encouragement too that we could do really hard things. We could build something beautiful together. And little did I know that I would have taught for eight years in the inner city and then been so involved in so many different facets of ministry in the Albany area and in my parish, St. Pius X, as well as getting involved in missions work abroad in Mexico City with Hope of the Poor, Baseball Miracles, which serves underserved children throughout the world, working with the homeless at the Capital City Rescue Mission and doing prison ministry at Green Correctional in Kusaki. These are all things that I never would have imagined would happen. You see, you don't know where your life is going to take you. But what you do know is if you have faith and you trust God that he has a plan and that you still have that glimmer of hope that you didn't give up and you don't let that light, as small and as tiny as it might be, that you don't let that light burn out, that that fire is still flickering, that there's still a little bit of warmth, just a matter of time before it engulfs in a blazing red-hot ball of fire that's carrying you through a new direction. God must have a sense of humor. I mean, how would I have known that all this would have happened? And thinking about your own life, there's probably many things that boggle your mind that you can't 
wrap your head around and conceive how is this possible. Some of those things are good and positive and others might seem like they weren't at the time but you were able to grow or learn from it. And others still might be confusing and that's okay. But what I understand is having that glimmer of light and that hope is what carries us through and we cannot stop having it. We must remain hopeful. As hard as it might be and as dark as the world might seem, you gotta find the light. Even if it's a small crack, a small sliver, even if it's a smile in the depths of a dark day, no matter what it is, a kind word, a text, a call from a friend, a letter written, somebody reaching out to you, somebody giving you the time of day that you can get some heavy stuff off of your chest. Every day we encounter God in different ways. We see him and we feel him. We experience him. He's there with us face to face. It's just a matter of us understanding and realizing and opening our eyes to his great love that is surrounding us and our perspective. Having that perspective of hope, understanding that the light is soon going to flood in. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14:6. See, if you're in a dark spot, you got to keep battling. Know that you can and you will rebound. We talked about bouncing back on this podcast previously. We talked about continuing to trust God even during the hardest and the most darkest of days. Your time and your breakthrough is coming. It's right around the corner. See, when you're in the depth of trouble and in the valley of despair, know that God is your guarding and saving light and that at the end of that, just around the corner, new days are on the horizon. Hope is around the edge of the mountain. And at times, we try to go around, but often it's not until we climb that we find it. And we reach and we push ourselves. Sometimes it can be really tough. Sometimes we don't know how we're going to get there. And sometimes we need a little bit of encouragement from other people. So for those of you out there who are thinking to yourself, wow, this is too tough, I can't do this on my own. You don't have to. There are many people out there who are praying for you right now who really care for you, that want you to get through what you're going through. They want to see you happier, more filled with joy, more energetic, enthusiastic about life. I'm one of those people. And I can tell you, the reason why I started this platform, EF3, is because life is too short to not live it to the full. We can't journey and every day think things are going to be perfect, but at the same time, if we continue to work, we continue to educate ourselves, we continue to be motivated and get through the tough times, the beauty is out there. And when you experience life in the beautiful ways, when you have that perspective, that positivity, it will continue to be attractive to you in your life and you will find yourself in the midst of situations that are favorsome, that are helpful, that are leading you in the right direction. But you gotta trust, especially during those trying times. The test is not easy. See, in James 1.12, it's talking about perseverance during trial, and then you receive the crown of life that God has, promised to those who love Him. Love is a commitment, it's not easy. And sometimes we might not even want to. 
But when you're doing that right thing, when you know that the one who loves you enough to die for you, well, then it changes the game. And understanding that that relationship, that he's only one word away, one thought away, he's able to carry you through those tough times and into a better and more abundant and just graces and oceans of overflowing mercy will help you in ways that you could have never imagined. But you gotta open yourself up. You can't shelter yourself. And you gotta have that small glimmer of hope, that little flicker of light. Don't let it go extinguished. Don't let the darkness envelop you. Don't subside to that opposite mentality that wants to suck you in like a vortex and leave you feeling full of despair and lifeless. No, that's not life at all. The enemy is trying to creep in. He wants to take you away from all that God has promised and every single thing that he has given and done already because it was all paid. The price was paid once and for all. You don't have to do anything to earn God's love. It is a free gift, and that's the greatest thing of all. Nothing that you or I could do, no matter how noble or great or amazing it is, could ever afford us the love of God. It's a free gift. But when we do things for others, when we are that glimmer of light, when we provide hope, when we inspire and we encourage, that is the face of God for others. We could be Christ, hand and feet. We could be hope for the hopeless and light for those who are in darkness. Because we know what it is to face those times. Every single person, if they're true to themselves, if they're real and honest, have had times where they faced this despair, this darkness, this hardship. Every single one of us in some way or in some degree. So why not provide that light, that encouragement, that inspiration, that positivity, that energy to others? Well, it's for us. But remember, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. And that is why Christ is calling me. That's why he's calling you. And that's why in Galatians 6, 9 it says, Do not grow tired of doing good, for in due time you will reap the harvest if you do not give up. Do not give up. Keep fighting for what is yours. Every single day matters. Every day is a blessing. Try your best to not think of it as a burden, but as a blessing. Today is a day that you can take your life back. And the way you take it back is by giving it to Him by trusting in the Lord, by understanding that He wants what's best for you and that He's there for you to be your friend, not a judge, not somebody who's trying to condemn you, not doom and gloom, not a scorekeeper, not a restrictor, but someone who wants to give you a full and abundant life for you to enjoy. I came so that they might have life and have it to the full. To the full. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, the one who knocks the door is open. But you have to ask. Sometimes I don't think we ask God enough. And part of having that glimmer of light, keeping that hope alive, that 
flame of faith going is asking, especially during those hard times, especially during those trying moments. When we are at the wit's end and we don't know how we're going to continue on, well, why are we not reaching out or crying out to the Lord? He wants to hear us. As a good father always does, he's there for us and wants to provide for our every need. Ask him. But don't just ask. Ask with great faith and ask with trust that he will allow it to come to pass if it will be for your good. Secondly, seek. What are you looking for? What are you searching for? What is your aim in life? What is your purpose? What are you living for? Why do you wake up every day and get out of bed and go after it? Or are you just allowing the life to go by? Are you just ebbing and flowing? Are you just there, but not truly present, not fully in the moment, not giving your all, not convicted, not living with power and purpose? Seek. You have to seek. You have to know what you're going for. What are your goals? Not just your earthly goals, but the bigger picture. Why are you on this earth? You're only here for a little while. Each of us is here for a blip on the radar screen. It's going to end. When it ends, what's going to happen? But see, everybody has the same opportunity. We have a chance. We have a gift. It's a present. It's already been afforded to us. There's nothing that we have to do. We just have to receive it. Be humble enough to receive it and understand that life doesn't end here. He has power over the grave. We're all going to die. It's going to come to an end. But what did you do to impact other people's lives? How did you breathe life into them? How are you a man and a woman for others? What did you do to leave your imprint and to be Christ-like towards the people who are in your inner circle and those who are in your outer circle, in your community, in your neighborhoods, and in your world? How are they going to remember you? What are you seeking? And lastly, after you knock, after you seek, then you're going to find. And what are you going to find? On this earth, you're going to find abundant and a full life. You're going to find joy. Because if you remain in the Lord, as it says in John chapter 15, Whoever remains in me, my words remain in him. Ask whatever you desire and it shall be added unto you. And I will give you my joy and your joy will be made complete. John 15, 7 and then 15 verse 11. My joy will remain in you and your joy will be made complete. All of us want peace. We all want that true happiness which is called joy that feeling inside that we're completely full well that's what heaven is going to be like at least that's what i believe it's going to be like because we're going to be in god's presence his true presence forever nothing can give us more joy than that well we can have pieces of that joy here but we have to do a few things we have to ask 
We have to seek. And by doing those things, eventually we will find. We'll find ourselves in the midst of a beautiful relationship with God. We'll find ourselves in meaningful relationship and connection with others. And we will find within ourselves our purpose, our meaning, and our value because we are children of the Most High. This is life. And this is life to the full. We don't walk this road alone. This is not a random situation or an act of chance that you're listening to this podcast right now. I truly believe it's because there was something that you needed to know, a message that you needed to hear, a new song that had to be put in your heart. God wants to see that glimmer of light, that hope, and that flame of faith grow. He wants to see that light shine in you again. Your life has great purpose. It has great meaning. There's only one you. And for all eternity, there will only be one you. Think about that for a moment. Let it settle in. Nobody else in all of history or creation can replicate you and all the things that you have to offer this world by being your authentic self. And despite all the adversity, the trials, the hardship, the mountains, the valleys, that you might continue to battle, keep it in mind. There is no weapon formed against you that shall prosper if you remain faithful, you remain armored with the Lord. You have what it takes. Dig deep. Believe it. Continue to grab life by the horns and understand it matters. It matters to the people around you who love you and care about you, but it matters because you matter. Be bold. Carry on. You're a warrior. Regain that enthusiasm, that zeal for life, that energy, that positivity, and that mantra that we can and we will do hard things. Jesus had it hard. He was born in a stable Come on, think about that for a minute. He was homeless. He was poor. His dad was a carpenter. He had a tough life. He was a refugee fleeing for his life when his parents were trying to get away from the reign of King Herod who wanted to kill the little baby. And then as he got older, he faced skepticism People thought he was a rebel, and they wanted to destroy him, even though he was speaking and living the truth. See, in this life, when you're doing things the right way, when you do things counter-cultural and don't go with the norm, when you are different and you live your authentic self and you don't allow others to impinge on who you are and whose you are, it's going to be hard. But the Lord knows what you're facing. He understands the battles that come your way every day. And He's not going to allow you to have to face them on your own. He's going to battle with you and for you. 
continue to believe and trust in him and understand it is possible. You're an overcomer. You're a warrior. And you're in God's army fighting the good fight, the battle of faith. It's worth it. We're not just talking about winning a game. We're not just talking about something that's going to pass and go away. We're talking about stuff that has eternal weight and value. It's it's hard for me to comprehend people who don't think about this, let alone talk about it and understand this is your future. Not just in a year, five years, or 10 years, even 20 years. We're talking about eternity. Eternity is a long time. It's forever. It's hard for us to comprehend because everything that we do on this earth has a time frame and has limitations to it. But eternity lasts and there is no end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. Well, what do you want? What do you desire? Whose are you? Where's your life going? How do you see this world and this life? What is your hope? Is that flame burning? Is it continuing to be a beacon of light for others? Are you going to give up or are you going to climb? God loves you. I love you. We're here for you. Be all you can be and understand that God is there with you every step of the way. You got this. Keep doing your best. Life to the fullest. This podcast is brought to you by EF3. Make sure to log on to ef3life.com for great books, episodes of this podcast, and resources that will continue to help you to live a full and abundant life. Make sure to check out my book, Fire Burning Within, which is available on ef3life.com. I'm your host, Dan Jason. For Word Wednesday, keep being faithful. Keep walking one step and one day at a time. God's got your back and we're here for you. There's only one way to live and that's life to the fullest.